Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. War is almost here. War is almost here. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Winter is Blooming, a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast by us, the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, it is of you, and we are approaching the end of season two, episode of Winterfell. We have one on our hands today. It is written by D&D, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, directed by one of our goats here so far in this rewatch, Alan Taylor. Um, went on that string at the end of season one, end of season two, and he's back for the first time uh, in a minute here with the Prince of Winterfell. And pretty fucking solid. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good episode. He, he did pretty well. Oh, yeah. That's... I don't know. How many uh, locations do we have this time? I felt like we, we went everywhere. Like, I, I don't think we didn't... Like, I felt like we touched on every single storyline that was possible. We um, we are we are at seven different spots. Yeah, I think we did hit every single place we could possibly be hitting. Um, yeah, because we touched Stannis' stuff for a second. Um, we touched uh, Danny's for a little bit. Uh, we're with the Greyjoys at the beginning at Winterfell. Mm-hmm. We're in King's Landing for a spell. Uh, we're at Heron Hall. Or with Rob. People would be like Marjorie. Um, and I guess like because they've been introduced, but now we don't. Yeah, like, yeah. They, I think they're like but, on their. I guess they just hightailed back to High Garden. I would, yeah. I would say that like from that storyline, the part that matters is the fact that we got Brienne of Tarth back. Um. Right. Got Brian yeah, Tarth of... with Jamie here. But uh, no, this one was I guess it's it didn't really feel like a filler episode really. And that that's the thing, is that like the a filler episode for Thrones is already like just well above It's a different and, level, yeah. But like this one it, it's like it's you can kind of classified i guess as thrones filler because not much happens over the span of the episode but like a lot of just like cool things happen like this mm. episode, you know like jack and hagar like a lot of mystery a lot of like things are set in motion i get like the suspense is it is next episode they're about to rock your world and that's like that's the whole marketing for for like the next on completely and it, it makes so much sense after watching the episode, it, it it is it's getting ready for Blackwater. You know we're we're about to light this bitch up. Uh, we are indeed. 
and uh, it's about to it's about to go brazy. Oh, uh, you know that there's that little part where someone's like, uh, "How many men do we have? Like, what do we have?" I think Varys asks it, and he and he's like, "Pig shit," and he looks at Bronn like knowingly. He's like, "You know, pig shit is code for wildfire, right?" Uh, type type yeah. beat. Mm. I yeah, love. They, it. I they, love it. It good they all know. Like Varys knows. He has to know about that, right? Like, there's no way if Cersei knows that Varys doesn't know. I I, I got to think Varys. I would think that Varys knows there's a wildfire cache, but there's no way he knows how Tyrion intends on using it. Is is more? And oh, I don't okay. think he even thinks Tyrion yeah, no. intends on using it. I just meant of the cache in general. Just if he knows of the existence of I, it. I gotta think he does, especially since he yeah. was there during the rule of the Mad King. Like he's got to have some sort of uh, True. clue in as to the production of it. Um, mm. I, I, he knows everything. You know that's why he's so dangerous. Well, it's part of why he's so dangerous. Um, he also doesn't have a dick, so that helps. That's Supporting true. Cersei. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh, but man, these scenes are so good. Yeah, we got Oh, that's the so... only thing I haven't decided on because I, 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 I Dude, was like, I can't. I have to after talk through them. Scene yeah. like, so I'm gonna have to talk good. through them. So, um, well, and that's what's crazy is there's not a lot in every location. It's just every location has something, and yeah. it's like, oh my goodness, we're at seven different places in this episode, and we will begin beyond the wall. Ooh, we're yeah. in uh, Egret. Egret is bringing Jon Snow before the Lord of Bones. The Lord of Bones. This guy's always kind of been hilarious to me. Uh, mostly because he seems like he would be the baddest motherfucker out. But I'm pretty sure Tormund like, beats him to death at some point. Just like very easily. Really? Just absolutely bitches, this guy. Yeah, I guess I don't really remember much about this guy at all. Probably because he just dies like that. That would make sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Lord of Bones. He sounds like a badass, and then he's just kind of a guy with a bunch of <laughs> bunch of bones on him. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, Sarah's uh, yeah. Doxus is, is just a guy that, you know. True. True you enough. Know, I don't know. <laughs> all those bones is just his facade. I don't know. Maybe his that's facade. why he wears them. I don't know. The faux pas. But yeah, the Lord of Bones is like, well, cool. We're going to fucking kill him then. Uh, Jon Snow? Yeah, fuck it. He's dead. Uh, and Egret's like, but he's the bastard son of Ned Stark. Like, we should hold him for questioning. That's important. Uh, and they must get the news out there or something. Uh, because Lord of Bones is like, what's what? What are we to do with a dead man's bastard? They're just in the know. Yo, the North knows. They know things. They and we know nothing. You know, that's maybe we that's why nothing. she. I don't know how do how do they know? Three eyed raven. They have those. Uh, they have those wargs. So maybe like that's how we get introduced to the idea of wargs in the first place. Is that like we see one of the wildlings do it? Mm. They're like eyes roll back. So maybe you know they scout what's going on below the wall while they're beyond the wall or something. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Uh, hmm. but nevertheless, they've already captured Corin. Corin half hand. And uh, he doesn't need two crows for questioning. So he's like, might as well kill one of them. But Egret does convince him to spare John. And uh, Corrin's like, 
All right. What's up, John? Yeah. You really fucked up, man. You know you fucked up, right? He's like, yeah, man, I really fucked up. Uh, did they die? He's like, yep, yeah, they definitely died. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, that's my fault. And he's like, yeah, for sure. Let's make sure it's not for nothing. Um, bar. You know, he says, at, as long as you do the what needs to be done, and then he immediately gets into just getting pissed and, and punching him and stuff like that. It's like... Maybe if you want someone to kill you, like, you gotta, you gotta tell them that in, like, plain English, you know, you, I don't know, this isn't anything to be cryptic about, you know, like, do the right, do what must be done, it's like, I don't know, man, like, like, that's what he's saying, right, that's what happens, is like, that's what he wants, he's like, one of us has to die, like, you have to kill yeah. me to... Gain to their trust. trust. Yeah. Yeah, because, so, like, like, the thing is that Corrin Halfhand will never gain their trust. He's the greatest ranger alive besides Benjamin Stark. They know he's a Night's Watch brother through and through. He's like, I'm going to have to die, and John's going to have to prove that he can be a wildling. Like, that's just wow. that's just how it has to go. And mm. uh, that's it's the launching of an incredible arc for John, and his entire story, really, uh, is built on the back of fucking Corrin Halfhand, of all people, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, it uh, is. I mean, I, it, I don't know, because if I'm John, right, and he's like, he's, John's realizing that he just killed a bunch of people, and he's responsible for this, he's like, oh shit, now I feel yeah. really bad, and then Corrin's like, yeah, now you must do what needs to be done, and then just pushes him down a hill, John has, like, no time to, uh, like, contemplate or understand, like, you know, what, what Corrin just told him. Right, like, right. So, I'm like, if I'm John, like, I'm like, wait, man. wait, like, wait, what That's do I have to do? That's kind of a dick move, Corrin. I'm already feeling do? down on yeah, myself. Like, like, is he just mad at me or, like, wait, what do I have to do? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't I don't get that I have to kill him to gain the Wildling's trust through that. Right. I don't know. Like, I guess does he does he further talk to john about yeah, this that happens okay. eventually okay like, good they get into a fight like a fist fight and he's like like he's like fucking do it like i need like you need oh, to fucking okay like, yeah that does happen oh, okay. we haven't got there yet i think he's just kind of laying the groundwork for the wildlings to think that there's truly a beef between them um, i see okay he's okay he's setting up the stage yeah um, yeah that's Man's, and I love man's, man's an expert. Yeah. Oh yeah, Corn Halfhand knows what needs to be done. Kind of a pimp, Corn Halfhand. One of the more underrated characters that appears in two or three episodes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of them in Game of Thrones that just like pop in and pop out. And Corn uh, Halfhand, one of one of the more notable ones, I would say. Uh, but uh, I love that when he does push John down the hill, everyone keeps moving except for Egret. Like Egret comes back to John to like help him, which I thought and was it, cute. And is that I don't know because they somebody I don't know if they're like declaring about, that she's responsible for him, so she has to do it, or if she like chose like yeah. Well, because I guess uh, Corin yelled. He was like, "And you slept with her, and you fuck, you know, you you just you just wanted to fuck a a wildling, blah blah blah." Yeah. You no know, talk, and then Eager just kind of looks down at him and smiles. I don't know if it was more of just like, you know, well, now everyone thinks you did, but we didn't, so we, we might, might as well. well. I, 
I don't know. That's that's what I, I didn't know if it was more like that or Might more as well like, give in to our passions there, John yeah. Snur. <laughs> so um, he's the son of Ned Stark. I fucking love her. I fucking love her. She is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's like that's it for that story. That's all that happens with John and Corn Half and and the Wildlings. But beyond the wall, we do have one more little scene where Gren and Samwell. Turn- Charlie discover a crucially important cache of dragon glass. Uh, mm. A bunch of weapons at the fist of the first men carved from dragon glass. And uh, Samuel's like, what do you think John's up to right now, man? Like, he's probably, ah, I miss my boy. Where's John? And uh, Dolores said, being Dolores said, be just sad and negative and uh, all downhill all the fucking time. No, a betting man would say he's dead. And Sam's like, not him. He's a good fighter. Uh, one thing we need to watch for is how much better Samuel Tarley's teeth get over the yeah, course. Yeah, I know. I show. noticed that because I'm like, no chance his teeth are like this the whole time. They're not. Like, they get, they stop worrying about the accuracy of how shitty dude's teeth would be. Eventually, eventually they're just like, Fuck it. Nobody's paying attention to whether your teeth are rotted. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, cause his teeth are fucking ugly. Yeah, like, they are. Really it's so bad. noticeable. Like, it's so noticeable. Um, I guess on rewatch, it's more noticeable because. Right, because you know he eventually has yeah. perfectly fine teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. That is, that is weird. I guess. They're just going for accuracy right now, though. You know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what they're all about. So it makes they're, sense. They're, but. they're building the world. Yeah, yes. but that does conclude the story beyond the wall. Like, it's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Uh, because pretty. next, we are in Karth. And this is one scene where Sir Jorah Marmont is advising Daenerys to go ahead and dip. Cut your losses. Sorry, dragons are gone. We got a ship that's ready to go to Astapor. How about we just book it? Let's just get the fuck out of here. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, if you were really serving me, you would get my fucking dragons back. Not yep. plan me a route out of here. Hey, he was like, she was like, I, I can't leave my children. And he was like, they're not your children. You did not bet. You know, you did not birth them, you know? And she was like, Jorah, you <laughs> You better, they like, they're on the, they're on the same level now. You know, she was like, that, that's never to be said again. Yeah. You saw what I did. You know, you saw the magic, you saw, you know, like, I don't know, that's never going to be. They are my children. Um, The only ones I'll ever have. Uh, I I never, yeah, I never remember him questioning that or saying that to her. Um, But it's interesting how. Um, just the relationship right now. I, I don't know. I, I never, I guess I never really looked into it as deeply or anything before, but sure. Like, it's really interesting between them two, between the two. Like, Danny is just has to keep him by her side because she has no one else. And like, he has been the one that has protected her. And then like, Jorah just actually loves her, but will never, ever get with her because. No. Like, Danny even says, those are my children, and they're the only children I will ever have. And then you just see Jorah just go, like, oh, uh, like, oh, my dreams, my aspirate, you know, like, it's just like, oh, I will Jorah. never have 
the babies of Daenerys Stormborn. Yeah, sure, like uh, but you little but, simp. Man, I love that's Jorah. It in Karth? Like that's it. Like is that? That's it. That is the only yeah. scene in Karth. Oh, man, wow. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the same for Blackwater Bay. And uh, there's only two scenes in King's Landing. There's only two scenes with Rob. Like mm. it's bang, bang, bang. Like, we are moving through this episode. Yeah. I guess. Jorah did almost have my line here whenever she was like, do you do you remember seeing what happened that night? And he was like, I will remember, yeah. you know, I've until I've I've forgotten my mother's face, you know, like, yeah, or something along those lines. Or like, yes. And, and, you know, but like his delivery of it, too, was 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 pretty good. Um, it, it's kind of, you know, a cliche line at the end of the day. But like it actually it just really worked for for this scene, actually. Well, he's a really like he's a really eloquent dude because he is highborn and because he mm-hmm. like he was raised as a lord he was going to be lord jorah mormont of bear island you know yeah uh like mm-hmm. he was raised to be really like he's he's got a poet he's like he's like the hound in that he's got like a poet's tongue yeah. but yeah, he yeah. uh and he's about that action uh no i mm-hmm. like jorah a lot he's a he's a weirdo uh but he's a good kind of weirdo you know i like him more than i don't most of the time, uh, but uh, it does conclude the story in Karth, and uh, I was close. I was close to giving Amelia Clark the performance just because it was really good there. Um, I thought she did a really, really good job. But uh, anywho, we move on to Winterfell, currently occupied by the Greyjoys. I loved it was the opening shot of the episode uh, when they open the gates and Theon is standing there and then like just that shot was fucking beautiful. I think Alan Taylor just has such a knack for like capturing like medieval aesthetics and like fantasy medieval aesthetics. It's yeah, so you're right. he's in that like bla- pitch black room when he's writing the letter. Like yeah. he had like that. He has yeah, this yeah, what's up with like Theon and just having the most aesthetic like medieval shots. Dude's got um, the vibes. But uh I love the way that, like, Yara comes in and, like, trots around him, and Theon's like, oh, oh, no, what's going on? Like, oh, I'm a little bitch. Uh, he gets so frightened. You could, like, Alfie Allen's acting is like he's, like, scared and confused, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on here? Uh, <laughs> but You just nevertheless- took Winterfell. You're holding Winterfell, and, like, you're, like, I don't know. The dude just, like, he says, you just gotta play the game. You know, it's mm-hmm. all a game to him, and he's just, he's... Not playing it very well, like at no. all. If your sister's rolling up, you should just your si- you know your sister's rolling up. Yeah, That's don't it. act intimidated, you little bitch. Like, yeah, like oh, uh, yeah, man. I I do like that this episode is like sandwiched by Winterfell. It starts in Winterfell and it ends in Winterfell, mm. which is kind of cool. I didn't notice notice that, but uh, I was really close to giving Yara my character, and I'm still debating. It could it could end up going to Yara for this interaction with Theon, where uh, when they pull up and she's she's insistent, like, ooh, you know, I'm I didn't bring you enforcements. There's no fucking way we hold Winterfell. This was stupid, and you killed the little lords. That was even dumber. Like we need to get the fuck out of here. You need to not die so far for sea. And then, like the, uh, it was just the way that she has. She's with the Ironborn, you know, the reaving, the raping, the all their way of life, the iron, the iron price and stuff. And she's like, "Oh, who was the bigger threat to you, the six year old or the cripple?" 
you know, like, come on, dude, you killed a, you killed a couple kids. And, uh, Dang. Yeah. yeah. And then not only that, but to be like, to get real with him on like a personal level, like on a, on a sibling level to get to come to him and be like, I shit sibling. You were a fucking piece of <laughs> yeah. shit as a baby, but goddamn did I love you. You're my little brother. You know, like yeah, that. I do love you and I don't want you to die so far from the sea. Uh come the on home and most uh, like non-loving way to tell someone that you love them. You know, right. like man, you were just one of the most annoying kids of all time and and one day you were crying so bad I stood above you. I almost strangled you. She, that's what she said. I almost mm-hmm. strangled you. I almost killed you. But you looked at me and you stopped screaming. And that's how I knew I loved you. But then, like, what happens if you didn't stop screaming there? Do you, do you kill your brother there? You know, like, do you actually You might through? be taking that just a bit too literally. No, I know. No, I know. Uh, I, know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I know. I know. But, like, it's just I love how just some characters have to say I love is. you. I yeah, have to say I love you, yeah, in this show. Um, but... Um, no, I, yeah, I, for, I forgot about that. That is a that is a really good. A, scene. It, like she, she I was going there. through the episode, going like, because this was the first scene, and mm-hmm. I went that that has a really good chance of being my favorite scene of the episode. And then uh, and then it got one upped in the next one with Rob and Lisa, and then that got one upped by whatever was next, and that one got one upped by whatever was next. And I was like, holy shit, this episode is good. Uh, but yeah, this was this was damn close to being my favorite scene and might be enough to give Yara my favorite character not. I haven't officially decided. I think that what she displays here is a little bit more seriously a character moment than what I'm considering for my other option and we'll get there eventually. Uh but I just I just really liked it. It was one of those times where you're officially like, "Oh, you know what? Every once in a while there's a moment where you go, "Oh, this is a character I'm supposed to like." Mm. And yeah. this is one of those moments for Yara. Because mm. Game of Thrones is really ambiguous, like, a lot of the time. You're like, oh, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this person. You know, they, she pulls up, she picks up Theon and lets her, let, lets him finger bang her for a second. That's it's like, true. hmm, I don't know how I feel about Yara yet. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm into that. Uh, <laughs> but mm. she, she comes around here a bit. And, uh, she's cool. After that, Theon's like, Theon's refusing. He's like, I'm going to hold it. I will hold it with as many. Like, it's never been taken. I will hold Winterfell. And she's like, all right, you fucking dummy. I'm leaving. Uh, and she she dips on him. But uh, after that, Theon's like, Theon tries to give Dagmar a, a, a sack of coins for the farmer's trouble. And uh, Dagmar's like, oh, yeah, he's not going to have any troubles ever again. Huh. And Theon's like, dude. Dagmar's like, shit, man, I didn't, sorry. That's just what we do out, what do you want out me in to the do, Iron man? Islands. Yeah, what do you want me to do? I it was like, no big deal. Fuck. He's like, oh, shit, man, sorry, my bad. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah, but ah. during this conversation between them, Lewin spots Osha sneaking into the catacombs underneath Winterfell, the crypts, and he follows her inside as she explains that after reaching the farm, she doubled back using stream to mask their scent from the hounds. Uh, Lewin urges her, you know, don't tell Brandon Rick on about the kids that Theon murdered. Bran would probably be pretty upset about that. You know, he did send those kids out to serve the farmer 
and his wife and Brand sitting around the corner like motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> if, no Hodor, but at least we got being like y'all are not being very careful. Got me not here. And, no, well, and and that's the thing is is he he knows this. He will know this, or he does know this already. Anyway, however you want to think about that, mm. and then right, like. I don't know. I love just seeing little sleepy Hodor in the corner, though. Um, we didn't get a Hodor, yeah, you know, and I was Hodor. a little disappointed, you know. And I, you know, I like to track, like to track the Hodors. No, no verbal Hodor, but I mean, he's a he's a peaceful. We've got visual. Slug. Yeah, it, he's a peace. He's I don't know, peaceful Hodor. Hodor at peace is is also acceptable. I wonder if Hodor sleep talks if it comes out if it's still Hodor. Like, if he, like if if when he sleeps, he's like, Hodor, Hodor, uh, Hodor. We have to know. I'm, there has to be I like to a know. Game I'll have to find holiday out. Holiday special, point. yeah, holiday yeah, special with Hodor. Game of Thrones holiday special. Oh no, it's him falling asleep under the Christmas tree. Hodor, 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 Hodor. That's how he. That's how he snores. That's even better. Yeah, not just talking in this. Oh, Hodor. Oh, man. Oh, Hodor. But at, this is where the, the title of the episode gains kind of a double meaning as... Mm-hmm. Oh, the Winterfell in the room is that the actual Prince of Winterfell is alive. Um, Bran. And that, mm-hmm. uh, that made me very happy. I really enjoyed that. I remember watching oh my God. this the first time. <laughs> Wait, duh. That's like... To show that he's alive, I I knew that he's alive, and I'm just like, oh, he's hearing this again. I completely forgot that it's like first watch. You think that he's dead. This is like them showing this you that he's alive. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. I can. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. See, means so, that I'm okay. That that makes so much more sense for the end of the episode now. Uh, because I just yeah, took it like, as like a nice little happy moment with Hodor sleeping and Rickon cuddling, and then like, oh well, at least you know Bran hearing that that sucks, but at least you know they're they're down there and safe, and yeah, that that is smart. Hide, you know, hide where they they least expect. No, you, know, you got and, the you got the classic right, right Winterfell well, theme but, playing, oh. like like he's alive. The Starks the Starks live. Like it's it's not over. I really love that. Um, yeah. I didn't hear that. Oh, you hear that? Can you hear me? I can. Can you not hear me? I cannot hear you. Hmm. I, I, can you see, like... I can see you. Yeah, I can see you. Everything. What and it even, fuck? like, is lighting up green and everything when you're talking, like... Every... I'm... I'm gonna... I, I think it's me, for, honestly. Coming through. Hello. Hello. Wait. Yeah, I just can't hear you. I can okay. see you. Here. But what? But Discord is picking you up. Did yeah. I, you're this. This. Wait a minute. Oh no, I didn't. I thought I disconnected my headphone thing, but no, it is connected. So it's not. It's not that. What? Like Discord's picking you up. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm still hear any sound on my. And I can hear you. I I can hear you. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I still hear sound. What? All right. Get. Oh, what? Hello. Wait. My back. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I have no idea what happened. I did nothing. It. I didn't either. I didn't fuck with anything. Am I heard? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> fucking um, weird, huh? Yeah. Well, I do what happened well, there. Man, yeah, it I really like need it's to been call. recording the whole time. I'll just go back and that out. I don't remember what I was talking. Were we? Oh, the reveal was that kind of like it was like a reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that it was a reveal. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, no, yeah. Because I remember, like, I remember watching it and being like, like the first time, being like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" Like, thank God. Uh, Yeah, they didn't kill the kid on the day I die. Yeah, you know he sucks, and at least at least they just didn't kill the kid. You know, they pushed him out of the window. What first episode? Uh, so they they're not they're not really afraid to to do anything to a kid. You know, they burnt two and and hung him up in the front of the castle. I guess that's it's more of a of a Rick on example. Oh no, yeah, poor just uh, he deserved it though. Ran in a straight line. Sorry. 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 No, but uh, that does include storyline in Winterfell, and it would take us to Blackwater Bay. Um, and at Blackwater Bay, it's just one quick little scene where we get the second mm. of my two options for favorite character, and that's Davos. Yara mm. is more of a serious, like, oh, she had a nice character. This is just, Davos is kind of fucking hilarious without trying. Uh, Whenever, uh, Stannis is like, this yeah. is actually the explanation. I was like, I gave a few weeks ago about how Stannis held Storm's End with 500 men, and mm. then he passed him over and gave it to Renly. I forgot that we got this explanation in one scene in one episode completely off off yeah. the cuff. And uh, and he tells him, you know, Stannis like... Is like whole... Because I just viewed Stannis as kind of just like as like an angry sibling that like feels excluded but like this really like shows like he was he was for sure passed over yeah like it's not just him it's not just that he's pissed and like he is he's on a revenge whatever i mean no he like he no he is actually pissed and he is on a revenge filled Mm. yeah journey so um rightfully so or i don't know rightfully so but at least more rightfully than i once thought before um I just loved the line where he's like, uh, where he's like explaining, like my my wife was so frail that she was like on the brink of death, and then you came with your onions, and he's like, I believe I brought some salted beef. <laughs> I fucking You're right. loved it. He is funny, just effort like effortlessly. That's um, just him. On it. Yeah. I believe I brought he, some salted beef. Isn't he like one of the people on the show that always knew was in the know of what was going on? Like, before the show, or, like, I don't know, I felt like he was the one who knew, like, how it ended or something like that. 
before everyone else for some reason. I don't know. Why. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. That'd be hilarious, though. I think I don't know if I'm confusing different things, but I could have sworn it's the actor of Davos that was like in the know. That I don't know why. Um, like it's Liam something. I feel like. Let's see. What's Davos. yeah, Liam Cunningham. Liam Cunningham, very cool dude. Love that guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I, if I remember correctly, he's one of the few actors who actually read the books before portraying his character. Him, Kit Harrington. Um, and I feel like there was one or two others who like actually read the books completely before diving into their character. Um, mm. I can't remember who the other one was though, off the top of my head. I think it was those two for sure though. I love that this is the scene where Stannis tells him, "Yeah, man, you did a good job that time. I love that you don't you don't hold any animosity in your heart for people who at you for taking the onion as your sigil. It's kind of an awesome fuck you to all them. That's dope. I really fuck with that. How would you like to be the hand of the king?" Uh, and he's like, "Oh, you you honor me, sir." And he's like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" And then he Stannis just walks away. He's like, "Yeah, I, I mean, suppose you'll be the first, yeah. the first son of a." I can't remember what Davos' Cra- dad did. Crab, crab, crabber, a crabber, crabber. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It, it is a. It makes sense. Like Stannis chopped off this man's fingers, and he's still loyal, and he has been. He, you know, say, you know, helped him here, and he's like, has always been gay. You know, even was like, um, was the only one that went against the Red Woman. Like, and gave advice, was like, hey, you like, mm. I don't know, like, seems that you're kind of following her a little too closely, and, you know, you're not making your own decisions, and, you know, I think he sees that, and he's like, yeah, I got, I got to have you by my side, um, and, da- yeah, Davos, he's just, isn't he, st- he, he stays through the whole time, right, is he on the final, he's on he ends the, up master of ships, that's right, yeah, on he makes Council. it all the way through, this, this man knows how to play the game. That man's a goodie. Uh, He's good at it, so, man. Uh, yeah. That does conclude the story in Blackwater Bay. Uh, they're they're gonna make landfall within the next day, I think. So like tomorrow, like the next episode is the next day. Like we are straight up. Oh yeah, yeah. We are. We they're war there. is a coming. They're there, and they there. and uh, so. Stannis arrives at the king at King's Landing tomorrow. Does mm-hmm. Renly? Renly. Um. Ah, the other ba- bastard. Uh, Ramsay Bolton. Mm. Does Ramsay also arrive at Winterfell next episode? I think Ramsay arrives at Winterfell in the season two finale. Okay. I think next episode is pretty dominated. By the Blackwater and King's Landing stuff. Um, That's right. Because, that battle is a long battle. Like I, yeah, because they have a. That's like our first full fight scene. That's uh, we get those scenes of like Cersei sitting on the throne with Tommen, ready to give him like a poison. Oh like, yeah. Oh dude. Oh, and Joffrey. Next episode is like yeah. crazy fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Next week, the entire episode's in King's Landing. I just uh, I just took a peek see at the uh, at the next the next <laughs> episode breakdown and there is one location and it Damn. is King's Landing. Damn. Okay. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, who next week? Now I can 
remember if there was anything spliced in with that. Uh, Who directed uh, and wrote that one? Let's see. Blackwater. It's the title of the episode. Blackwater is written by George R.R. Martin himself and directed by Neil Marshall. Has he done any before? No, that, that is a new name. This is first. That's okay. a new name. That will be his first is episode he, that we've... By chance, at all worked on Lord of the Rings. There's, I think it might be the Battle of the Bastards. Of someone who worked on, like, one of the Lord of the Rings movies that did, like, that grand, I don't know, like a 40-minute battle in one of those movies or something like that. In Lord of the mm. Rings, I, haven't, I still haven't really seen them. But I think, like, maybe... It's either this, it might be Blackwater, or it's uh, Battle of the Bastards. I think maybe that that guy might have. I don't know because I know the I know the director of Battle of the Bastards off the top of my head. That's Miguel Sapochnik, and he mm-hmm. did uh, he did Battle of the Bastards. He did uh, Battle at Winterfell. He did uh, mm-hmm. the King's Landing season eight episode five, the Bells. Uh, he did Hard Home whenever Jon Snow faces down the White Walkers for mm. the first time as they're at the end of season five. He did like pretty much he did uh The Winds of Winter when Cersei blows up the Sept. Like he did Damn. every massive episode of the show. Uh Okay. Yeah, that's Okay. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I remember I guess of next episode, like I just remember the battle just being so rule and like we see everything happen like the ladders going up we see like every client like guys climbing getting like you know mm. rocks just thrown down and then like or like oil and like set on fire and then like or tar you know like i, yeah. I just remember so many like just nasty battle details Tactics. that makes sense now that it's like it's all king's landing we only see battle and then, like, the down below with all the women and, and all that stuff. I forgot about that, too. Wow, okay. Um, but I don't yeah, know. That, like, see... Are we in King's Landing now? Is that where we're... Yeah, that's our next spot. Now? That's okay, our next so, spot. Okay. Uh, it, it, it is Tyrion planning the defense of King's Landing. I love... This This was these, this was one of the funniest scenes in the entire fucking episode. Uh, uh, Bronn cleaning his nails with his knife. Uh, do you have to do that here? He's like, I like my nails clean. Do you have to do that here? He's like, fucking, all right. Then he just sits there and stares at him for a while. He's like, must you stare at me? He's like, can't clean my nails. Can't look at you. What the fuck am I supposed to do? And he's like, I don't know. Help me plan the defense of the city, dude. Like that. And he's like, oh, and the answer's in here in one of these books. And he's like, oh, yeah, check this out. The the Great Sieges of of Westeros by Chivaltish. Chivaltish. And Bronn corrects him. It's Chivaltish. And he's like, mm-hmm. hmm, okay, okay. And then Varys walks in and he's like, ah, the great sieges of Westeros. It is great that the Maester Shavilathan. And then, like, Tyrion, like, looks at Bronn and is like, see, we were both wrong. Like, I, uh-huh. I, I, just the subtle, small little things. Fucking incredible. It was pretty in good. This. Yeah. Uh, like, in then, uh, very you know, compliments. No, I was going to say, like, even Tyrion is, is like, hey, can you just wear the gold cloak, man? You know, mm-hmm. like you're the you know Close you're leading the Night's Watch. Like, can you just wear the gold cloak? Like, just wear it. And he's like, no. 
and I'll be seen. I'll pop out. I'll be seen in the middle. And he's like, that's the point. You're supposed to stand out. And, yeah. You know, or whatever. I just think, like, as I was watching it, I was like, not only are these two, like, homies, like, they're friends, you know, they hang out pretty frequently. It's funny to think that these are two of the most powerful people in King's Landing at the moment. Yep. Like, uh, and Braun, just because he was his champion up at the Veil. Like yeah. is now Ron, the, Ron is the commander the, of the city watch. Like that's that's oh, an city, important that position. Night, that's right. I said yeah, Night's Watch. What am I talking about? Oh, I didn't even catch yeah, that. the City Watch. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, his climb was. I mean, he's still got places to go. He's got a castle to get to. Eventually. Yeah, right, right. Um, so dude's. But I'm pretty sure he ends up being like the 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 master of coin for the realm on Brand's wait, small no council at the end. Actually, wait, yeah. actually. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah! Wow, nuts! I think it's just that came with his like castle, right? Like, yeah, I think so. Is that well, how it happened? Like, or like just that I, lord was so like, or I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but because uh, he's never master of coin until the last scene. Whenever we see them together, like that's when he becomes master of coin. Oh, he's actually there at the end. Like, yeah, in he's the, in the small oh. council room with Tyrion, Davos, Brienne. Like he's he's there vibing, uh, Bron. Wow, Bron, Bron and Davos, mm-hmm. baby. All three of that, all three of those people in this episode too. Bron, Davos, and Brienne all end up on the small council. All in this episode, uh, very Tyrion cool stuff. There? Brienne is the uh, the the head of the Kingsguard. That's sick. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. So, wow, Braun at one point, and then Brienne's better. That's better. Yeah. Way, makes way more sense. Well, but, she's uh, the head of the King's Guard, like the seven knights who protect the king directly. Oh, the not king the city watch. Oh, oh, they are separate. They oh, are. Separate. That is right. They are separate. Yeah, the, the King's like, Guard. That's she's, like she's a whole other like level. Barristan Selmy, right? That's yes, like yes, that's, Barristan that's Selmy. Like, and then the hound right now, but yeah. the okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, that's right. Okay, ah, oh, too. That always confused me too. Ah, uh, the hierarchy <laughs> of everything and the different, or just the names of different things. All the different shit. But, yeah, it's um, a lot. But fantastic scene here where they end up alluding to the fact that Tyrion does have something of a plan, and it does involve wildfire, as we know. Uh, but then next we see King Joffrey full fucking idiocy i'll give him a red smile from ear to ear and Tyrion yeah. and Varys standing there Tyrion going oh and the realm quivered with fear like yeah. <laughs> but before that he's like no we need to send x amount of men to winterfell right now or, or we need to attack or something like that and he's like you know that stannis is like here. almost here you you know the men right here are setting up for siege, right? He's like, do you know what's going on? Uh, yeah, oh, well, if Stannis comes here, I'll greet him. Yeah, I'll just, I'll go out there. I'll just, I'll greet him right there. I'll, yeah, I'll give him that red smile. Like, okay, dude, I would, we would love to see. I would try. love to see you fight Stannis, buddy. Oh my god, dude. I, he, I don't, I, I think he just, Stannis doesn't even go out. I, I think he just gets pelted by arrows like jo- yeah. if joffrey's just out in the like out there he just gets absolutely just 
just they all unleash at once. I don't know. I, I think his I don't know what death I would rather want. Just that immediate, just get him out of here, or like actually him, you know, choke. It'd have been boys. pretty fucking funny if they just like unceremoniously just off. Like he just gets absolutely wrecked. It would have been very funny. Uh, oh, I would. No, I would have uh, really. They had to make the most hated up. character in all of television, though. You know, they had they had that to still to accomplish. So they they had to. We, he's already pretty hated, but man, he he somehow gets even worse. He's he gets a lot worse. Like, he gets a lot worse. But uh, this next scene gets uh. Brings us my favorite performance of the episode, and it is uh, Lena Headey as Cersei Lannister once again. It's the third time in season mm. two for me that she's gotten hey. the performance nod. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because she is just fucking electric. She is in one scene. And this whole fucking time where she's like, she's like, uh, you know, he shouldn't fight. He like he's not good enough for that, and you know it. Like he can't fight. Tyrion's like he needs to be out there though. Like the men will actually fight if they yeah. see their king there. And and she's like the way that she stands there, and then she smiles, and then Tyrion's like, "What the oh fuck God. are you smiling yeah, at?" That's not good. Just everything yeah. she does from the moment she smiles on, I'm like glued to the fucking screen. Like she doesn't do anything that's like overwhelmingly emotional, overwhelmingly like she's not crying, she's not yelling. It's the fact that she plays this coolly composed evil so fucking good. Whenever she's like, I have your whore. And the. On the other side, you could have easily given Peter Dinklage the performance, not for his performance on the... Like, it was close. Every it time close. they act off of each other, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. It was close. He He's getting my character nod for this episode, mm. and it's... He's not done. That's the thing. He's not done no. this episode. Like it, it is because of all of this, and this one is very strong, because he kind of goes Moff Gideon on Cersei here a little bit. Um, you have but, something oh. I want. Yeah, he, like, he, I don't know, he, he repeats, like, I almost went for that, like, that for my line, um, actually, I did go for that for my line, ah. actually, yeah, um, I did, but I guess, like, I like the build-up, though, actually, of, like, because even it got me this time again, I'm like, wait a minute, did they actually get Shay? I'm like, wait, is this Shay? Right, right. I, I, like, I actually kind of thought for a second, and Cersei, I was getting kind of scared, and I'm like, oh, fuck. It's and the way, then, like, dude, I'm just continuously floored. Like, whenever she, like, can see the fear in Tyrion's eyes, and she, like, she, like, smiles, and she can't, she's like, yeah, I love that you're fucking horrified right now. Yeah. And it's also that's funny. that's her promise. Like, that was yeah. the debt, you know, she's like, I, and I'm, now yeah, you, you know shipped, the debt. you shipped my only it. daughter off, you're sending my oldest son into a war, like, I got your whore, what's up? What's up? Mm. And she and it's so funny because she's also wrong. Yep. So she her like know it. her cockiness, her her smile, everything is it's it's automatically even funnier because of that. Uh and Roz, what a yeah. fucking real one. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is that is it was still kind of a real conversation that they were having. Yeah. Like Tyrion is still like, oh my god, she's still tortured you for no reason you know i got you tortured you know 
Um, yeah. And after what you had to go through with Joffrey, you know, like I, man, like this is, I am just putting you through hell right now, Roz. I'm sorry. And, and, uh, but Roz like, is a real one for not going, for, I'm not his whore. Yeah. No, I'm she, not yeah. the one you're looking for. She's smart. She, no, yeah. She's very smart. And, and I don't know, I, does Tyrion end up helping her? Um, I don't like. I don't even I don't remember, remember what happens to Roz. Anyways, like if she's in like a cell, or if they try to kill her, and he has to like s- save her, or maybe like just during all the chaos of the siege. I don't know. I, I guess I, I forgot what happens to Roz, but um, because she says, "Don't forget about me," and he's like, "Never," or like I, I yeah. or something along those lines, you know. And I, I just I forgot like what happened if something happened afterwards. I don't remember what happens to Roz between this point and uh and her end. Um hmm. and if you don't remember her end it's pretty it's pretty fucking bad. It's pretty fucking bad. Uh I don't. Ooh. Is it Joffrey and Crossbow related or is that just that's already happened? Like it that's is again. Wrong. Again. That, no, that and hasn't it- happened yet. Well, like, he already uh, had his crossbow, like, and like, he was pointed at point, him and making him, but, like, her. this time, yeah, like, it happens again. No, he sticks her to a wall with crossbow, and he, like, just bolts. Uh, pretty disturbing. Pretty disturbing stuff happens yeah, to Roz later. I thought so. Uh, I remembered a crossbow being involved. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what happens between now and then, though. Uh... I know she has one conversation with Jay at some point, uh, where they're like, they're like, whoa, we have like a lot in common. It's like a mutual admirance where Shay's working for Tyrion, Roz is working for Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. They're both like, we were whores and now look mm-hmm. at us. Yeah. Like, look at where we are. Look at what we're doing. Like, uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool little mm-hmm. character journey. It's just sad that they both come to pretty devastating ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, my my line has to be the Tyrion. Well, I guess Moff Gideon kind of went Tyrion, or Den went it. Like it's not Tyrion went Moff Gideon, or what? You know what I mean? No, you know I what do. I'm trying to say. Like th- this came first. Uh, but whenever Tyrion says, um, "I will hurt you for this," a day will come when you think you're safe and happy, and your joy will turn to ashes in your mouth, and, and you, you know, know the debt is paid and it's like it's like oh it's like they said you know like yeah and then you're it's i don't know they said the words and it's like your siblings and it's like oh i don't know like you did your thing i don't know it's like it's cool it's nerdy i don't know but it's like i love it i love it yeah i love that type of no, stuff it was though. very close to being my line as well just because that was such a bar um and, and uh, he had to act like it was Shay, you know, yeah. and he's like, that's what he would say if mm-hmm. it was Shay. And he if had to like, Shay. come up and, act, you know, act sad, mad and all of that in one. And like, man, he almost got the performance. And that just goes to Dude, show. the next scene when he runs up to, to his room and he yells, Shay, like, yo, are you fucking here? Man, you know how yep. I've been I talking about gonna, the I knew you were going to talk about this. Yes, I had the same dude. exact thought. Oh my god! I'm like, I, I'm glad I've been focusing on it because, like, I, I, I wonder if it's if it happens a lot more because this is like the first time he's ever been 
below. Mm-hmm. Um, like ever since he's became the hand, and I don't, I, I don't know. He's never really been below at all, unless he's been like the. He's never got so specifically, like, yeah, his neck craned up. Yeah. Him looking up at the camera. I mean, it was when I saw it, I was just like, "Oh my god, the show's so beautiful." You know, like, and that—that's it. Just like things like he's that. Vulnerable. He's vulnerable. Oh, she is god. his weakness. Yeah. He like he's like just visually telling us that through that choice alone is incredible. Yeah. Uh, she had no idea what happened at all. Nope. You know, like has no idea, and he's just like, "Oh," like he walks in the room, and he's just like, "Oh." My God, you know, he's like, thank, thank God, God this wasn't another trick. Like, thank God it wasn't Cersei did that and then also, right, you know, right. had her, you know, like make him think that it's all good and then he gets to the room and then it's even worse or something. But, uh, but man, no, it, it's, it's crazy that like Tyrion, like, I, I've always liked Tyrion, I guess, but I didn't know until you, kind of tallied up how many times we've kind of had our favorites and Tyrion is just dominating for me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's I, don't just... wanna, I want to do that at the end of every season, like update the tally. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And we yeah. will get there here in a couple episodes uh, because yeah. I have a very strong feeling that next episode, he's a pretty high contender for that one as well. Um, Damn. Yeah. He's Peter Dinklage, he he won't get the performance, but he's definitely getting the character nod of this episode. So, so um, fucking but. good. Yeah, Lena Hetty got my performance out of this one. Uh, and that's it for King's Landing as far as my favorites are concerned. Mm. I think I'm having a tough time deciding whether or not I want to settle on Yara or Davos. And I think I'm going to go Yara just for the... Yeah. The serious choice, mostly because Davos, I know for a fact, will get more character nods. I can't give you the same promise about Yara. I just remember that, like, come season eight, I remember going into season eight being like, Davos is my fucking guy. As long as Davos makes it out alive, I'm okay. Like, I, I remember, <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was my only yeah. thought going into season eight was like, fuck every theory, fuck everything. If Davos ends up alive, I'll be happy. He is kind of just a modern man. Of plopped in there you know he, yep. that, he the closest to just kind of the every kind of a normal guy yeah just he's just davos da- he's man average that, joe he is cool um davos is cool yeah. um but, but man, i'm gonna go ahead and give it to yara because i know davos will get some in the future um he lasts longer too he does um oh. i don't i don't forget i don't remember what happens to Yara. does yara even die well, she makes it all the way to the end also oh, okay um, cool never mind as far um, as I remember, uh, I guess maybe not just as prominent. I guess I don't remember her like at the end of the show. If uh, were, I, I'm, pr- I I'm fairly certain she's at the like council where Tyrion Wait, stands up and is like, "And who better than Bran the Broken?" You know, like I'm, I'm pretty sure she's sitting there with Theon and like, wow, if I remember correctly, or no, not yeah, with Theon because Theon's dead. Um, the end is really just fast, though. I guess, like, everyone is just kind of there at the end, and everyone just shows up. The end's up, really probably. just... Yeah. It, it speeds, and I think we will we will get there, obviously. Uh, but that does conclude the story in King's Landing, and it takes us to Hall, wherein Lord Tywin Lannister is very, very uh, distraught because he needs to defend King's Landing from the oncoming Stannis, and he needs to defend the Westerlands from Robb Stark. And his brother Kevin is like, well, 
Stannis is almost certainly going to execute Cersei, Joffrey, and every other kid there. So maybe we should get them out of there. And Tywin's like, no, no, he's a king. He can fight. It'll be okay. Uh, a king who runs isn't and, king uh, for long or something mm-hmm. like that, he says. It, it, I don't know. It was ter- like Tywin is he's so you hate him because he's on that side. He's on the Lannister side of the war. But man, you got to give him credit for his just war. He is brain. Ugh. If there's yeah. a character who's evil, but you admire for his brain, you know, he mm-hmm. is the Palpatine of Game of Thrones. You know, man, you feel me on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is this is the war that he's going to be remembered for. Mm. This is the one that they're going to write books about. You know, the, um, the war. Of the so I don't know. Kings. He's but they're I don't know. It's so man. Like he Tywin's like, yeah, we gotta. We got to make a move on on Rob, but we can't let it be known. And then I just yep. love how Arya Arya just instantly is like, "I got to do something." She's like, "I got to kill right. his ass." All right, well, let's, and this let's also proves where's where's my boy. <laughs> I also think it's interesting that this shows she did have a degree of appreciation for having him around. Otherwise, she would have killed him. Yeah already she like she didn't realize until it was too late that she needed him dead like for her family to succeed time when lannister needs to be dead i think no matter how much both of them want to admit it tywin his kids he hasn't seen his kids in a long time and he's misses them he needs just kind of like a, a child to talk to it's nice you know that he has that right now and Arya had her father killed and needs a father figure, figure yeah and and it's the worst father figure for her right now you know it, like possible pretty much like it, the family who is responsible for your father's death um but yeah you know he's like teaching her some very valuable lessons right now mm-hmm. um and also she is uh in in the know of all of the Lannister war um efforts Tactics. so that, that is also yeah that's that is very nice as well so. Another thing that's interesting, well, a, a nice little what if is if she would have succeeded here. Um, Jockin kills Tywin, the Red Wedding likely never happens. Um, oh. Because Tywin orchestrates that. Um, so, sad. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, Damn. A little detail is that she is left to be the assistant for the Mountain. That is who mm, she will, that's right. Yeah. you will serve from now on. And she's like, make sure he's like, make sure he doesn't get drunk. He's shitty company when he's sober, but goddamn, is he better at his job? Uh, and she's like, okay, cool. I got to go find Jockin as soon as fucking possible. So she runs about the castle, searching and searching and searching until she finds Hot Pie, who is like, uh, I don't fucking know where he is. And she's like, tell me. And he's like, I don't know. He's on fucking patrol. I tr- like, I know he's on patrol, but I don't know where he is, man. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? And uh, ultimately, she has to wait until Jockin comes back. And she's like, where the fuck were you? And he's like, a man has patrol duty. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> Jockin Agar, is, he has the funniest delivery of anybody ever. Just because, like, I can't tell if it's supposed to be funny and it makes it funnier. Like every time he's like, he went like he was so appalled. A man has patrol duty. Uh, like he has to just be old. Like, because like, why does he, you know, 
Well, that's just the faceless. That's just the faceless people. That's how they do it. Like uh, but a man, does, he doesn't have a name. But does like uh, the waif. the waif? Yeah, she doesn't talk like that, does she? I don't remember. I don't think so, though. She kind of just talks normal. Like her and Arya just talk. I feel pretty normal to each other. Um, it's not crit like always cryptic like. Jacken is always cryptic. Yeah, you know it's like he's Yoda. Like the and Ooh, I, I don't man, know. He's at patrol duty. You see? Yeah, like this dude has to just be ancient. He is the the fire god. Like he is the. Oh, the, you think he the is god the many faced god? I don't know. Like dude is, or he at least hung out with him. You know, he's like I he am following, and I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm once. giving you. I'm giving him these names because I, I, I hung out with him. I know he's real. I was there. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like Jackin is, I don't know. Because how how is he this good at killing? How is he the? I he he's just been around the block for a long time. Yeah, I and think. I guess there's no telling what this dude actually looks like. This is just the face he's chosen. Yeah, and. It's interesting that, like, she, does she name Tywin, and then he's like, I can't do that. Yeah. Which is, like, uh, uh, before, he was like, you name anyone, and they're dead. I think it might have just been that she wanted him dead immediately, and he's like, that's what I can't do. I can't kill him now. It it can be a day, a week, a month. You know, the time is never precise. I am but... also of the mind there are certain people who are supposed to die at a certain time in the eyes of the many-faced god. And Tywin Lannister is supposed to die on the shitter at the hands of Tyrion Lannister. That's how that's supposed to go. Yeah, he's like, he's, Jackin knows. He's like, nope, that one's off my hands. I can't kill him here because he has to die on the shitter. He's like, sorry. Sorry, Arya. I... He's got a lot to do. He's got a lot more yeah. things to do. Uh, but huh. nevertheless, I love the way she's like, so so how long does it take? He's like, could take a day, could take a week, a month, you know? A timeline can never be guaranteed for these sort of things. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so you need a third name and all right. How about what if instead of that, we just got like you just help me get the fuck out of here? No names required. She's he's like, well, that would require a lot more deaths than one more. Uh, I don't know that I can exactly make that happen. That's not part of our deal. And she's like, okay, fine. I have a third name. And he's like, speak it, Jacques Hagar. And thus we get my favorite name or my favorite line of the episode: "A girl okay. gives a man his own name." And he and acts, like you see his reaction before he says it. Though he was like. He kind of stood up. He's like, no. He's like, wait a minute. He's like, fuck. He's like, this is actually bad. You know, like. Uh, no, yeah, it's... like he has to abide. He's like, wait a second. If you give me my name, I have to kill myself. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, unspeak me. She's like, no, you can go kill yourself. And he's like. Please. No, the, the way she says it, no, he's like, <laughs> take my name back. And she goes, no, a man can go kill himself. I was like, fuck yes, because turning his delivery around on him, a man can yeah. go kill himself. I, like, there were so many lines in this episode that were truly fucking hilarious. And uh, 
A girl yeah, gives Game a man of Thrones his own humor. Name. It is. It's only like it's only funny in this show. Like it's. It doesn't make sense. Like unless you watch the show, you can't really take this out of context. No, I don't know. It's like it's so weird. But man, I, Jack and and Arya are just. They're like this is. I, I remember on my first watch, I wanted anything more of Jacken. I'm like, this dude oh, yeah. is so mysterious and cool, and I'm like, what does what gives this man? How does he do what he does? You know, I want to know right. everything about Jacken. Um, and Jacken I don't know God. how we. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he did this, or I don't know how they Yo, know he's different. Yeah, he's he's Jacken Hogar. Um, yeah, she's like she's she's down there. He he's like, all right, shit. I guess you'll walk out the door at midnight, and that'll be it. All right. And she's like, okay, cool. Uh, but then at midnight, she's with Gendry and she's with Hot Pie, and she's like, we gotta go, man. I told I told Jock and that we would be getting out at midnight. He said he'd do that. And they're like, that seems. You look at everybody. They're so, that seems so dumb. And the closer they get. They realize the guards have all been killed in a way to make them look like they're still in uh, in position, which is an, a whole other level of like, how the fuck did he manage this? I dude's different. Dude's different. I guess. Yeah, just silently. This this had to be more of like an Assassin's Creed mission, you know, slowly just right. You know, putting, spiking that dude's head to the wall or whatever, like one dude's, like, I don't know, like, there one was dude's something elevated like, off yeah, the ground. It was like, through his chest, like, just through one spot, you know, like, one thing was holding, like, yeah. I don't know what the, the, the mini face god does. Word direction. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how they know it's midnight, I guess. Um. Off the moon. Different times, they had to have. They had to be able to tell time differently. Uh, the moon. The moon's not like the sun. The sun's yeah. every day on the same time, but the moon is. It, uh, I don't know. It's not like when it's midnight, the moon is straight up. It'd be nice, but um, I don't know. It's like it, it is just kind of funny that they're. He's like at midnight. Go. I guess you just kind of at that time. They just know. About Ari's like Ari's like. Well, what time is it right now? He's like, uh, three p.m. He like checks his watch. He's like, okay, about nine hours. Um, I think you can. I don't know. It's not with. There might be a way to do it with the moon, but some nights the moon's not even in the sky. You know, right? So like, um, I don't know how. I really, I don't know. How do you tell time at night? I don't know. I've never thought about that before until just now. Um. But regardless, he was right. Walk out of there at, at midnight, you'll be fine. And they were and, fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got the fuck Gendry, up out of there. Like, I love Gendry. He was, you know, he's like, you know, like, what the fuck are you doing? But then, but then immediately he's like, well, I got to follow you. He's like, well, I got to go too. And he just like immediately walked and Hot Pie eventually, you know, it took took him a little, but he, he walked, he walked behind. But Gendry was, Gendry was immediate. Yeah, um, he was like. I'll follow you, Arya. You know, I kind of mm-hmm. fuck with you, dog. You kind of got this shit figured out. But uh, that does conclude the story at Harrenhal. And that brought me my favorite line in uh, A Girl Gives a Man His Own Name. <laughs> and it was also the delivery because he's so fucking appalled. He's like, yeah, he's oh, scared. No. He's like, no, yeah. please. He's please. like, no, for the love of God, don't do it to me. Uh, 
But that brings us to the Westerlands, where Rob is absolutely fucking pissed at his mom after a conversation with Talisa, where they, they go back and forth about, you know, the war and what comes next and their typical discussions and how they go about things. And uh, I, th- that was another one of the shots specifically that made me go, God damn, Alan Taylor knows how to direct some fucking medieval fantasy. Like the sun gleaming through the trees, them walking. Like I was uh, like, holy oh, you're shit, right. this is yeah. beautiful. Uh, mm. But uh, he's, he's informed quickly that his uh, Jamie Lannister escaped in the night. And he goes to find Catelyn, who is like, yeah, I did that shit. You know, I had to. And Car Stark being there like, you stole my chance for vengeance, lady. And he's and she's like, hey, man, Jamie Lannister can buy my ki- my kids life's lives back. Can't bring your li- your kids lives back. So sorry. Uh, I, I stand by what I did. And uh, Rob pissed is like, go ahead. Put two guards on her day and night. She can't go anywhere. Uh, this is a hard, move. hard for him. You know, it's like, what do you do there? Like, if if that guy isn't standing there, you know, in, if Car Stark isn't right there, does he make the same decision? I still think so. He's a principled man. I think know? he does too, but I don't think he's as brute. Like, he's really blunt about it. Yeah. And he's pissed. I mean... Yeah, he's got it. That he That's... I don't know. It would be nice just to be like, alright, now you have him back, just give him, like, it, hope, like, uh, like code of honor, you know? Like, you're, are, right. are, like, that's kind of a big what if, that you're just hoping that the Lannisters are gonna be like, okay. But... I don't know. That's I guess you got Brienne there. So like is is she was she instructed to to like what's her instructions? Just to deliver him to to King's Landing or to yeah, Tywin? I think so. Yeah. And then like escort his, escort her daughters back. So only what is it like kill Jamie if if they don't get the daughters or like is it just like they really are like, yeah, if we bring Jamie, they're going to give us the daughters? Like, yeah, I think that they're just, it's a really trusting deal, this sort of thing. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, I it's don't bold. know. I don't know if I can stand behind Kat on this one. I don't know. No, it's a Hail Mary. I think she's yeah. just like, I have no choice. Like, she, I think she's just a mother, you know? Like, there's no yeah. way to possibly understand this unless you are a mom. And it's yeah. like, oh, man, this, that, this, that's like where it's tough. It's like his Rob is like actually fighting like the good fight, it seems, you know, and it's like everything Rob has done up to this point has just been it's been so easy to get behind him. It's been like, oh, you obviously made the right decision here. And it's like this is the first time where it's like it's just kind of hard. It's like, what do you it's I don't know. It's no. Yeah. And there's a few things this episode that tactically. Kind of shooting himself in the foot. But uh. What like after that? Rob inquires, you know, uh, how many riders did we send after uh, after Jamie? And they say forty. He goes, send another forty with our fastest fucking horses. I'm done. We better find this guy. And then we cut to Brienne, who's smart as fuck, sending two different horses off in different directions, going to the river, shoving off, and making sure that they stay out of the way. Uh, 
of being tracked and uh the the just terrible terrible fucking person that Jamie is at this point yeah. i like completely forgot how bad of a dude he is still i think it's it's more of um actually a compliment to um what's her real life name Gwendolyn um, Christie yeah i think it's more of a a compliment to her because in the books Brienne of Tarth is just always described as ugly and like no like repulsive to look at you know everything i think it's just like they jamie has to say this or else you get you don't get that idea because she is not ugly no gwendolyn christie is a rather beautiful woman yeah so Uh, it's like jamie it's sad and it's so no i'm not trying to defend him at all like just for the show he has to say this or else you don't get that idea at all yeah she is Um, this like amazon (laughs) goddess beauty about her that's just like how are you a real human? It's kind of how yeah. I feel about Gwendolyn Christie. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, like her and Wednesday. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Her and the Sandman. Like, you need to watch the Sandman. I know, she plays, I know. I know. She I plays Lucifer that. in that, and she's fucking fantastic. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Gwendolyn Christie's the shit, and cool. I will be choosing her as often as I can for favorites in any regard. But, uh, Dude. not very brief scenes but uh she uses yeah. a canoe to get the fuck up on out of there and uh this is when rob plans to relieve winterfell by turning theon's men against him with an offer of mercy saying you know uh any man who decides to uh leave winterfell has the opportunity to return alive to the iron islands and Roose is like you know being too nice is is a bit of a problem he's like yeah i know except for theon i'm gonna kill that guy i promise uh, he's like, yeah, I fully intend on chopping that motherfucker's head off, Roos. You can shut the fuck up. Uh, and uh, this is actually what results in the rest. Uh, do you remember how that story ends with Roos coming to Winterfell or Ramsay? No. This like offer not. is made. And Dagmer knocks Theon the fuck out and leaves him with Ramsay. Dagmer, his right hand man. His right hand man knocks him the fuck out. So Ramsay Theon gives like the best speech of his life, like about the Ironborn. He's like, because the the Ramsay's army is like marching on the city. He's like. He's marching on Winterfell, and he's like, there's only 12 of us, but we'll make 12 men feel like 100. We're gonna uh, dominate these motherfuckers. And then Dagmar's like, yeah! All the all the Ironborn are like, yeah! And then Dagmar just knocks him the fuck out, and they're all like, okay, cool. And they, like, wrap him up, deliver him. Uh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I Yeah, I, I, I was wondering, I'm like, is there a big fight? I'm like, I don't remember a big fight. No, like, there is not a big um, fight. It's it's ended before it starts. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> oh, Theon. And there Theon. is a there is a loss. There is a loss, and it's devastating. But we'll get there. Um, I don't even want to think about it. No, I think no, I know no, who no, it is, because but I don't it, want to it, think about it. it's like I remember like we'll get there, but it's just so like, oh, why do you why do you have to go and do that? Like uh but uh after this, Rob and Talisa retreat to uh well not retreat, Talisa enters and Roos gets up and walks away. Uh he's like, Milady. Uh and uh 
Talisa tells him a story about when she was younger, about why she became uh, the field nurse she's become. Uh, she she Holy went swimming shit. once in Volantis, and she her parents were away for weeks. They'd been gone for a couple of days. They weren't going to be back anytime soon. It was the hottest day of the summer, and they went swimming, her and her brother. And she was in the water and realized she hadn't seen her brother in a while. And she started, you know, yelling his name and eventually screaming his name. And then she found him face down in the water. And she accepted that he was, that he was dead. Um, an enslaved man pushed her out of the way, uh, an offense punishable by and saved her brother's life. And that was the moment she declared she would never live in a slave city again. Mm. And she would do everything she could to help. Wasn't it like help everybody, like help as many as she could? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. when Rob stands up and goes, I don't want to marry the Frey girl. And he goes, and she goes, boom, I don't want you to. Boom. Yeah. Like that must be some, that must be some important bridge or something, you know, whatever their, their mm. line is before they start just but you need, making but you out. you needed that bridge, but you need yeah. that bridge. Yeah, and, like, and he's like, he's like, not that bad. Not that bad. Uh, yeah, but she gets... This is my favorite scene from... Yeah, she, she's getting the performance for the, this reason. She she performed enough. She, she literally got Rob to be like, fuck it. You're... Yep. Yes. I am he actually quite literally got robbed to risk it all. Yeah. That's not an exaggeration. You know how you like say like, oh, like whenever you see a dude checking out a chick, it's like, oh, he's ready to risk it all. He actually I mean, risked it all. Yeah. And that's incredible. He puts his, you know, he's pissed at his mom. For, for giving up their leverage or an advantage and then like immediately is just like alright fuck everything I, I don't even care yeah, about this Frey, I don't give a fuck. Frey deal anymore but like that's the thing is that like Frey didn't give a fuck about his oaths at all and he was gonna be like ah, what oath do I what, whose word is yeah. really you know who do I really answer to so like why did they really ever treat you know, I guess the Starks are just way more honorable than that so they I'm also the of the mind that I've come to the mind that the Red Wedding happens no matter what. No matter, even if Rob is marrying one of his daughters. I know they, they hide under the guise of, you know, like, oh, you, you went back on your oath and therein we, we went ahead and did this thing. The thing that makes Frey do it is that he's now in favor of the Lannisters who hold the throne. Mm. Fuck the king in the north if you've got Lannister money at your back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's I think happen it happens. No what. I think it happens no matter what. So now I feel like I used to go like, damn, Rob, you really fucked up. But now I'm almost like, you might as well have. You yeah, know, at least at least he had some sort of happiness before he went. You know, right. at least they had some future that they were looking forward to. This scene um, actually, like, for the first time in a few, made me tear up. Like, I was, uh, like, as soon as, because I'm a sucker for like the gooey romantic stuff, and it's like, as soon as he was oh, like, yeah. I don't want to marry the Frey girl, and she was like, and like immediately, no hesitation, I don't want you to marry her. 
Like I was like, oh. and then the fact that yeah. this this interaction creates the baby, I believe. Probably. Devastating. I'd say so. Yeah. If not, I mean, they. they this is at least. It broke the seed. They're doing it again. You know, this is. Yeah, but this I, I is, doubt uh, this is the only time they do the deed. Yeah. Um, um, it happens. We know it happens, at least, you know. Um, there is a baby in there, eventually. Mm. Um, sadly. Um, man, it almost would. Well, I don't know. It's like they had a future at le- with the baby. They at least both thought. Of themselves growing old and having the baby and raising it and everything. If that baby isn't a thing, they don't. Maybe they don't think that, you know, and they don't have that thought of the. You know, I don't know. Is, is it better that there's a baby there or not? You know, it's like I don't know. Like it obviously for the baby. Um, <laughs> I think there's want. if if the if the baby is is killed, it's probably less good that the baby was there. Um. Oh, uh, God, it's just that that episode's just uh, and that so was like bad. Part of it, that's what makes this so enriching on a rewatch. Like, them giving in, it was so bittersweet, you know? Like, it was so, yeah. like, I was so happy to see it, but I was also like, God damn, y'all are both gonna fucking die, and it's gonna wreck me. Uh, again, yes, no, all I'm just again. gonna view it. Yeah, I'm just gonna view it through the lens of, like, now it's at least he's happy until he dies not exactly like, well, not and, that like, i think i might just be kind of coping i might be rationalizing yeah. a little bit too hard there yeah uh, but that's my head canon now is it would have happened no matter what it would have right it would have uh <laughs> yeah there's no right? saving it you're right yeah so that's, the, that's the only way that we can it's move on okay i happy uh <laughs> but uh Man, did we give out? Did we give out all the favorites? Because that's the end. That's where we're. That's where that we're. Is the end. The okay. Wow. Okay. I think my scene. That's the only thing I haven't selected yet. Uh, I did oh, say. Right. I don't know if I, I. She is getting my performance. Uh, Una. Una. Is it Una? Um, is that how it's pronounced? Una Chaplin. Yeah. Una. Um. Is it like the Chaplin? Like, am I like, am I crazy in thinking that? Um, like. Charlie Chaplin, like Charlie, like a descendant of you know, like is she is she that is she just is it in her blood? Um, I don't know. Let's see. I'm gonna look into it. But uh, man, it, my scene, the scenes I was going back and forth between was this one. Holy fucking with, shit! Yeah, she's the granddaughter of Charlie Chaplin. Wait, no way! I was just joking. Yeah. No, yeah, legit. <laughs> wait, it's in her blood. Yeah, she is blood. legitimately the granddaughter of Charlie. This is the this is a next level Nepo baby right here. Wow. Oh my god. Okay. Um wow. Well, I'm glad at least cuz that it was your scene, right? You chose them too. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, my okay, scene. perfect. Perfect. Um so I think I will go with um Varys and Tyrion yeah. looking out at Blackwater Bay. Um, in their conversation, yes. um, and you're quite think, good at it. Yeah, and it's like what it, it's after it's after Tyrion and Cersei have their interaction, yeah. and it's you know it's Tyrion has has that kind of clap back, and he and he visits you know. So it's like, man, Tyrion, you're just you're killing it, you're killing it, and then it's like, um, you know, he asks Varys, he's like, what do what do you want? You know what do you really want? And he's like, well, you're you're gonna have to go first or whatever. You know, that's 
Varys is he's too good at this, you know. He's too he's too good at his job uh, to, to let his secrets out. Um, They're Tyrion, incredible, dude. That was a great scene. That was yeah, a fantastic. Tyrion's scene. like he, I, I, I like his headspace of like I never thought of me being the hand. You know, I was given the the he was in charge of like the piping or whatever. He's like the water never flowed better. You know, he mm-hmm. was proud of it still. You know, and and he's like, but now that I'm hand of the king. He's like, I, I like it. And and then Varys is like, well, you you are doing it very well. And he's like, John Aaron and Ned Stark, great men, whatever, shit hand of the king. You know, you right. You know what you're doing. And and like if someone has the Varys seal of approval, I don't know. That that's You're doing like, pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I just really it, it was like the ultimate scene of Tyrion. It was after everything he already did. Uh, maybe it wasn't just that scene itself that was like his strongest, but um, I just really liked it. It gave gave a, a good uh, insight into his thinking. Um, oh, I loved so. it, dude. Where he, he was like, uh, "You play the game," and he's like, "Yes," and I quite enjoyed it. I never thought I would, you know. Like he's like, "I'm pretty fucking good at it," and I'm like, "If if push ever comes to shove." Because he, he goes, hey man, Daenerys Stormborn's alive. And she's over in Westeros, three, or over in Westeros with three fucking mm. dragons. And this is immediate. Like, this yeah. conversation, this conversation oh, was, right. is what makes Varys know he can come to Tyrion eventually and go, let's go. Let's go oh, that way. Oh my god, you're right. And he's like, uh, because he, at first, he's like, well, one game at a time. Like, he's like, well, you know, let's focus on, on one thing at a time, because he doesn't dismiss Danny. you know, he's like, that That will be a threat. He's not like, yeah. oh, or a Danny, three dragons, they're whatever, he's like, that will be a threat, it's not a threat right now. And I Yo. love, like, that's the transition to Danny, and then you see, like, the shot of Danny, like, through whatever, I don't know, it was like, oh man, I forgot about that, that that's what it transitioned to, but. Dude, not only that, the end of that scene is Varys going, uh, you know, uh, they're not fully grown, but one day they will be. Mm. And then there will be nowhere left to hide. And there was Dude. fire in the foreground. You're and right. Then- oh my God, it was so good. And there will be nowhere to hide. And it's lines man. like that. It's lines like that that let me know that's the plan. That's been the plan. You know You're what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. uh yeah. And not only that, but Varys, who eventually dies at the hands of one of these dragons, saying it in King's Landing, which burns at the hands of these dragons, like, wow, it's nuts. It's great. It's good. Uh, but yeah, man, this was a good fucking episode. Like, uh, mm. I'm sitting high as fuck on it as far as these ratings yeah. are concerned. Um. Oh, yeah. No, one last little tidbit. Yeah, we got we got no Hodors, but I put in Sleepy Hodor because it was really cute. Just to remember, remember it when we look back on it. Um, and then I put Jack and Hagar, um, but uh, line through it because I I don't know if she took it back yet, but I guess whenever she finds him, she takes it back because she did help him. So, mm. is does she get another name or is that is this like it? This now? is it. This is this is the. Clean slate. Yeah, okay. So, like, she was like, if you help me, then that's the third name. Or, like, because I thought the deal was 
um, if you help me, then I'll unname you. Oh, that's a good you know? point. Um, so I didn't remember if there was another person that she named um, afterwards, no, or think, if. But they do see each was, other. They do see each other in the finale. Yeah, and like he gives her the coin, right? Gives her the and coin. He switches to a different person, and it's like yeah. not him anymore. I think. Yeah, I remember that. But I guess. I don't think he kills anyone else. I don't know. Maybe he I don't does. remember if he does. Or if maybe he, it he, was more of like, you named me. Um, did this he... is who I'm sacrificing in their place. Because what does he... What does he tell her before he leaves? He says, go to Bravos, give a man... Give any Bravodian man this coin and say Valar Mogulis like, yeah. and... And that's how you'll find me? Is that is that what he like Pretty go much, to Bravos yeah. or just give this coin to any Any Bravosi. Wow. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm interested if anything happens in between there or not. Um or if it was just kinda like, damn, you named me, respect. Oh, now you're in. Now I'm gonna yeah, let you like, I'm gonna lead you to find smart the, as the house. Yeah, I'm gonna I lead you that. to find the house now. Or yeah. like the, the house of what's it called? Did they white. have a name for it? Yeah, the house of black and white, yeah. But, ooh. Let's see. I guess last episode? Like, I'm I'm thinking ratings now. Uh, in the hmm. Switching gears here, I guess. Like, enjoyment-wise, I think I'm like, it's it was better than last episode, is the thing. I do um, think it was critically a better episode. I don't yeah. know that I can confidently tell you that I'm much higher enjoyment-wise. Like, I loved this episode, but I can't tell you for sure that I'm like, oh, that's a that's a 10, you know? Uh, it was just strong. It you was. Know? It's, like, just really strong all around. Enjoyment. Go 9-5. I could tie yeah. it with last episode. It's like, yeah, around, yeah. I, I didn't think it'd be any, any lower about, but, I mean, genre-wise, we had a prediction, and we were like, well, we don't have... Or maybe that was uh, for... Bad Batch, actually, that we said that the rest of the genre is going to be 10. Maybe that's Last of Us, actually. Now, we're, we're covering too many shows. Yeah, it's The Last of Us. We're not, we're not rating that's The right. Bad Batch. That's right. It was The Last of Us. But I think we can make a sound prediction here and say that these are going to probably be 10s in the genre for, for the rest of the season. For the rest of the I, season, yeah. I don't think this one um, – I don't have any hesitation here. I mean, we got – we were everywhere in the realm – we got some strong, like the the lines, like the fantasy lines that we were hearing, the the debts that was that were going to be paid by the Lannisters. Um, uh, even the visuals, though it, fucking outstanding. Oh my god, yeah. So like, yeah, this um, I feel like is a surefire ten there. Now, critically here, is this the best made episode of the season? Because it's sure as shit up there. Um. The best made episode is well either, written. yeah, it's either last episode or episode three. What is dead may never die. Um, For my money, this is every bit as good as written as last episode, and better looking. Yeah, and that's all I, I really was, need to know to go nine five. It's nine five, and I don't, I don't know if it's quite nine seven five is the thing. I think like a nine seven five, you're left. Like oh, like it's either nine seven five or ten. Like you're you're left in a place that I don't know. We um, have not given an episode above a nine five. Yeah, that's that's we get, we've given one two nine fives, and they are uh, 
or we've given one nine five and it was Baylor. Yeah. I mean nine seven five, that's basically perfect. I mean you yeah. that had to like you had to just do like the smallest thing wrong and that's it. Hmm. Um but I mean that shakes this episode out uh, to a nine six seven which ties it with episode six, the old gods and the new. Um and let's see no. So I guess wherever that episode, we're getting a lot. There a lot. Yeah, I, that makes sense. A lot of these are going to start tying, and they're a lo- okay. like a lot of them are just going to be up there. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a bunch 90, of really good TV. Basically, a ninety-seven percent here, which which makes sense. Um, and credit we're, we're to credit to Alan Taylor for having our two highest critically rated episodes in Baylor and this one. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're they're killing it. I don't know. It's they 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 know like that. There's a reason this show is it's is said it's it's, it's one of the best of all time. Like that, I think like because I, I in my head I'm like, man, are we are we being too nice here? Like, are we being too nice? These and I'm like, early well. seasons, these early seasons are truly the greatest television show that's ever existed. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah, and we got. We got two episodes left. I mean, next episode, we're in King's Landing oh, the whole time. <laughs> I'm fucking ready, buddy. No I Hodor's. Fucking ready. No Hodor's there. No Hodor's um, there. No Arya kill list. <laughs> That's one of the only times that I'm okay with yeah. uh, more things and less Hodor's. Yep. Uh, one if of the only times. Nine, if it's episode nine, go for it. <laughs> yeah. As few Hodor's as you want. Uh, but with that, we conclude this episode of Winter is Blooming. Uh, if you were fucking with me and Joe, tomorrow, we, or not tomorrow, uh, this week on Wednesday, we are kicking off the Mandalorian Season mm-hmm. 3 begins uh, for Rebellion's Bloom. We're also continuing coverage of the Bad Batch. So uh, that'll be coming this Wednesday. On Friday, we are continuing our comic book journey through film, and we are covering Batman Returns, where... The return of Batman brings us the return of Tavares Pennington, and I'm very excited for, for him to be back on the pod. Uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod, where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including a cover a about two-hour episode covering Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, a full spoiler-filled review, a bunch of comic book pull lists, a bunch of book reviews, a bunch of movie reviews. Uh, hopefully by now I've seen Cocaine Bear, so uh, I'll definitely be talking about that. Uh, if you're on Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And where is the god of tits and wine? Ah. Uh.